Hello, hello, everybody, and what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor, and welcome to episode 122 of the show. This is about the law of the rubber band, and the entire concept here is that in order for you to fly forward in your life, you're going to have to be under pressure. You're going to have to create tension. And so I think a lot of you probably in this stage of your life, obviously quarantine's got some people act in some type of way. Episode 122 may really speak to you. The letter of this show is T as in totally awesome. And we only have couple uh, words almost done the words almost done for my scavenger hunt friends so tomorrow make sure you have your reviews in your five-star reviews on wherever you're listening to this because tomorrow is a hundred and twenty three dollar giveaway so make sure you share this you have to share this you have to subscribe to this you have to tag me in an instagram story and you have to leave a five-star review and that's how you might win a hundred twenty three dollars tomorrow. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. God bless you. Enjoy the show. Today's training, I want to talk to all of you. I adore John Maxwell as well. We're going to talk about the law of the rubber band, which is that growth stops when you lose the tension between where you are and where you could be. And it's interesting because I feel like most people, it's, it's hard, right? When things get tense, when things get hard, when things get uncomfortable, when things get, oh, they stop being easy, when the, when the, when I don't know what you want to call it, when the universe, when the Lord, when whatever, when your friends test you, you think, what is going on? And it's this, it's this concept of that in your life, when you are stretched, it allows you to snap and then move forward. Make sense? Like we've all seen a rubber band. It, it does not fly in. Like ha- I wish I had a rubber band. That'd be really, you know, this would be a good example of a time when I should have a visual aid. I don't have one. That's okay. But like a rubber band, if you go like this and you just stretch it a little bit, where's it going to fly to? It's like, it's not going to go anywhere. There's no growth. It's when you have that tension, when you pull it back, when things are like, Haven't you ever felt like there's almost like an elephant sitting on your chest in your business? You're like, I am so under pressure. What is going on in my life? And then as soon as what the shoe drops, as soon as something is no longer stressing you out, as soon as you take that step in the next direction, it's when it snaps and you fly forward. It's when you break through the plateau. That's really what this law of the rubber band is like. And so I want you to try to find internal reasons to seek tension to stretch yourself again to seek times when you can get uncomfortable to find ways to stretch outside of your comfort zone and do things that make you daring do things that make you uncomfortable do things that make you step outside of that comfort zone because when you tap into that internal like struggle and battle that you have going on it allows you to reach your potentials so we really start getting into a conversation of let's make sure that we are not falling short of our potential. Let's make sure that we are stretching ourselves, not so thin that you are like dying, okay? But stretch yourself, put yourself in uncomfortable growth situations so that you can grow. And we're gonna get into identifying some things like this for sure to help you with that, all right? And so this whole, this whole entire thing in general is that um, I feel like your whole life is going to be a series of stretching. Your whole life 
is going to make you stretch to get better. And that is because your life currently inside of your comfort zone is keeping you exactly what we were just talking about a little bit ago, which is we're also we get stuck at that rank. We get stuck at that pay level. We get we keep attracting that same dollar amount every single month and we're like what is going on over here (laughs) right and so instead of that if we continually stretch not only you know mentally but emotionally but financially but physically but all of these things we start to stretch and we can start stepping outside of our comfort zone and so when you look at your lives I want you to think about the times when you've made the most progress because you can talk to any successful person who whatever success is like to you and everyone says the same thing. It's like a broken record. Everyone always says that the times that they grew the most was when they were in their darkest hours. How many of you have heard that before, right? Everything got so ugly. They were under attack or people were saying all like I used the example last night on training, but like my growth from my former company, you know, <laughs> like Voldemort, you know, since we're on a Harry Potter thing, right? No, but like my growth from the former company to where I am now is because I had to get so torn down and stretch outside of my comfort zone in literally every way I can possibly think in order to propel forward. And so if you want to have those big moments of progress, you want to look back on them, you'll notice them in your worst times. Something I do a lot, and I don't know if this is a good takeaway for you or not, but something I've noticed I've done, and I noticed it when I started redoing my taxes. I redid my taxes from 2015, 16, 17, and 18, and I got a whole bunch more money back. Thank you, Jesus. All kinds of new tax write-offs, because let me tell you, your taxes are, are not small when you make the bigger money, okay? But uh, I'm so happy to find some, some write-offs, all right? But I will tell you... Um, It's something, I don't know if I do it consciously, subconsciously, but when I'm in a really dark spot, does anybody else go and buy a ton of books? I don't know why I do this. Like I go into, okay, me and Marsha are reading a lot of books. I love it. So Aluna does it too. Okay, cool. So shoes, you know, (laughs) books, books, books. And I look at, that works, Katie. I look at, I was looking at my receipts specifically on Amazon, which which is where I get most of my books. And I was looking at it and it's like I would go through, I can literally track the darkest stages of my life, the hardest times I ever went through. And it's like I would buy six books at a time and I would go read all of them. And then I'd have this huge growth curve. Like every single time I go on like a book binge where I just buy and then I, and I just, I consume and I consume and I consume and I consume and I'm stretching myself to learn and grow and expand myself. I have the hugest growth. So If you're in a storm right now, which I'm sure there's no way somebody's not on here. There's too many of us. If you're in a storm right now, I just want to tell you it's okay. Because the law of the rubber band, that tension is going to get you where you need to go. Where you need to go. And since there's a lot of people talking about not reading enough, I would just suggest like put it, put it in your calendar. Like literally put time in your day in the calendar. To read that might be weird but we've had such a common theme over the last couple of months where we just need to slow down to speed up that was what four months ago I did that first training on that and I'm like y'all take a mental health day shut off the phone people are like Jesse Lee's telling me to shut off the phone I'm like shut off the phone get in a bathtub read a book go on a walk take a hike like Y'all, yes, my God, this idea of work, work, work until your hands are bleeding and your fingers are calloused on your computer is not healthy. It's okay to ask for help, 
right? And so I love that you went kayaking yesterday. That excites me. So, but I, I will just tell you, reading is like exercise for the brain. It's, I, I, you realize that, right? I mean, y'all are looking very hot. Everyone is slim and trim and gorgeous. Even if you weren't, you're still gorgeous, right? And I'm just telling you, it's like actual exercise for your brain. The way your brain has to function, and it's different on Audible. I know some of you really love Audible. I still like podcasts and stuff. You activate a different part of your brain when you're actually physically reading. It's totally different because it's so present. So I want you to start thinking about that a little bit and maybe setting those alarms in your day to do that. Or maybe every night you start calming down with a book, right? Uh, really, really important stuff. And I can teach you, I, I kind of talked about it last week, but I can teach you other ways to take uh, more effective notes as well. I don't know what training that was on, but something last week, I think I talked about effective note taking. So I don't know. My whole life is running together. Okay. All right. So at any rate, uh, super important to make sure you are focused on that stretch. I think that this is important in whatever, whatever you're trying to do. Okay. And so I'm going to use the example of Amanda or Kayla or Brittany. I've asked them to train on international Zooms. Okay. And I know some of you have heard me say this before, but I remember, I remember the first time that I was translated, it was actually to the Chinese team. And as soon as they started translating my words in Chinese, some of you know this, I literally start crying. I could not hold it together. It was like the coolest thing that I, I was like, oh my God. They're like, this training is kind of worthless. She's just crying the whole time. I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I don't even care. All right. But I will tell you, the process is uncomfortable. It's actually even kind of a little embarrassing at first because you say too much. You think that you can say all the stuff I've said so far and that they're going to remember it and then they're going to translate it perfectly in Chinese or Italian or Spanish or German. It's going to be a nerd. They have no idea what you're saying. Okay. And it's funny to me because like I get on these calls, uh, Ryan Underwood, who I love so much is the worst. (laughs) Okay. He's so bad. He is so bad. He will get on these calls and he's like, okay, I'll keep it short. So guys, what's going on today? So here's what's going on. And then Luca's like, shorter sentences, please. (laughs) But I remember that first time and I remember how long it took me to to get better. And I remember how much it stretched me, especially because of my brain, like the way my brain functions. I am so just go, go, go. And I'm thinking of so many things at once. You can't do it when you're being translated. I can't, I'm on stage with Sasha next to me in Germany, translating me. And it's like, I get two sentences and then he's got to go. And I got to remember exactly what I said. And then I'm going to go, okay. And it's so like, I was nerve. I was nervous. I was so scared to do it. But I'm telling you, look at the way the team has expanded globally. Now, when I translate on with people, it's really cool because I forget who said it. I don't remember. It might have been Mexicans. It might have been Germans. It might have been Italians. Who knows? But somebody said, I don't understand. I have no problem translating Jesse Lee. I cannot translate this doctor. I was like, oh, man. The, this, the way that me stretching Law of Rubber Band has propelled us forward internationally, it's allowed so many different opportunities for me. More and more and more people show up on those international Zooms because they know that I, that I won't run them over like a train, right? More and more people are able to be trusted with me as their sponsor when English is not their first language 
Because I'll slow down before I speed up. And I've had these crazy opportunities now because I'm doing, I stole Brittany Anderson's idea and I'm doing the trainings for teams, right? Which is bananas. Holy smokes. But I did a training. Translate, how many languages was I translate into at a time? Five. So I did this one training. I was being translated into five simultaneous languages at a time for 4,000 Europeans a couple weeks ago. What? But it's because they're comfortable with how I translate. They're comfortable with how I train internationally. They're comfortable with my pattern language. Martina! Hey, gorgeous. Everyone say hi to Luca's girlfriend. They've been together for over seven years. She is perfect in every way. Okay? Okay. So I say that because how are you going to expand? Her name's Martina, by the way. <laughs> like you can think of different ways where you can expand your skill sets and it will eventually propel you forward even when you don't notice that. And for those of us who are strong communicators, which quite frankly, that's most of us, I would say. It's not all of us. We're strong communicators. You don't get to champ by being a bad communicator, right? Uh, you certainly don't, right? Yeah, for sure. So thank you, David. I appreciate that. Sometimes I feel like it might be easier to think, no, 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 no. I, I can't learn that. I don't know another language. Kayla Han. <laughs> Kayla goes, oh, I can't do that training. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm like, Kayla, you don't need to speak Spanish. What? I'm like, it's translated. I don't know how to do that. She could have literally said, nope, I'm not, I don't, I don't see myself expanding internationally. And so sometimes maybe you need to have a person with some vision too, who's like, well, sister, I see you expanding internationally. Okay. Like, let's go. Let's start building the skill set. Let's, and, and by the way, I'd love to expose more of you to those teams. They are so gorgeous. Their energy is un believable uh and the way they operate like i know y'all heard on tommy's champ uh, pro champ zoom but they operate as one empire it's not the it it's not i mean whatever it's so cool it's so cool and i'm obsessed so anyway look at these things i just use language as an example but look at these things in your life right now that are stretching you as an or as an opportunity to stretch and grow it'll give you a greater impact Okay? And it's also going to allow you to connect with people in other cultures, which I think is so important. Like the way you speak to like the way you speak to Germans and the way you speak to Italians is two not only two different languages like German and Italian, it's two completely different cultures. You start to learn the different nuances between all of them only by experiencing it. And I promise it's uncomfortable. It is really uncomfortable when you spend two weeks in Germany with Sasha, Anna, Andreas, the whole crew, and they are prompt, and they are on time, and they are early morning, and they whoop you like a dog, okay? I mean, I love you, but seriously, wow, okay? Like, that's how Germany works. It is very, 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 very disciplined. And then Lucone picks me up from the airport with some, like, and I, <laughs> okay, hey, it's, it's two in the morning, or it was really late, I don't know, and he's like, we're going to go to dinner right now. I'm like... Okie dokie, I'm rebooting, but let's go. And they're just, oh, well, we'll go get here when they get here. And then Tommy meets us and Rafi meets us. And it's really, really late. I'm like, oh, Italy is different. Italy is different. <laughs> but it stretches you. You start to learn. And it's in those moments when you're uncomfortable that you grow. It's in those moments that you truly grow. And so... um. I really think that we're all like this anyway, but this is about being focused on building a legacy. 
okay? This is about being focused on building a legacy. Understand when opportunities are presenting themselves, right? See when things are hard and difficult for you and how it's stretching you, right? How, like, I'll just use Marsha because, of course, she's got the book example. But, like, it was an opportunity for her to stretch herself. She seized the opportunity. She accepted the challenge. It wasn't easy for her, and I know she's glad she did. She was a little worried about missing Pro Champ and not doing a lot of stage one activity and kind of having to go for two, three weeks in a management mode. But it was a challenge that I know she feels glad she did. I know she does. And if she had entered into a season of, no, I'm just going to stay comfortable. I'm going to let Lindy do all the things, Kelsey do all the things. I'm just going to ride this out and I'm not going to fulfill my heart. Where would she be? She's fulfilled, right? So do things that are fulfilling you and it's going to cause you to, to stretch yourself as well. Now, here's the facts of the matter. I know this is a leadership Zoom and that's why I want to talk about this. But few people want to stretch, Right? I know y'all want to, but few people want to stretch. How many people do you know? I mean, I hate to say this, but this is a very real thing, obviously. How many people do you know right now who do not want to go back to work, not because they're scared, but because they're literally getting a check from the government? There's a lot of nodding going on. Yeah, it's weird. I own this brick and mortar store now, so I'm, I didn't even notice it until I'm dealing with it now. Because we're getting text messages that are like, we will come back to work on the 16th, not the 8th, because we get an unemployment check on the 16th. I'm like, you can make more money. Yeah, but like if I stay at home, then I don't have... This is a real thing. This is a real thing. Most people, I mean, there was, but my whole screen was nodding like in unison when I said it, so I know I'm not alone here, okay? This is a real thing because people don't like to be stretched. People don't like conflict. People don't like having to have uncomfortable conversations. People avoid this kind of stuff at all costs, right? People avoid, 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 avoid. And so all the time I see this, it's, it's, so, it's so honest and so true, but I know it doesn't make sense to people like us. And so most people only use a small fraction of their ability and rarely strive to reach their full potential. How many of you agree with this? I mean, you can think of a million reasons. I don't have to give you anything. There's no tension to grow in their lives and there's no or little desire to stretch. Life is good. I'm comfortable. I can take my family on a vacation once a year. I just got to save up for the year. It's not that bad. Well, it's not that bad, but it's not that good. There's more to life than that. How many of you like driving a free car? I don't know. Probably uh, everyone with a free car. Okay, that's a lot better. Like little smart Sydney Smith over there. I had a conversation with her yesterday. That's why I got all this Sydney stuff in my head right now. But like, she's like, I'm refinancing my vehicle because you told me that we should refinance our vehicles in, uh, in quarantine time because the economy's changing. Her, her thing went down over $300 a month for her car payment. Now she gets to pocket an extra $300. Oh, that's what happens when you listen to Jesse Lee. Sheesh, Leesh. Because she's still getting paid the same amount of money by the company. Shut up. Right? There's all these little opportunities we have to grow and expand. And sometimes we just don't even notice it. Right? Or sometimes it just makes us uncomfortable to do it. Using the example of books again, because I said, who reads? I know you know this, but a third of high school graduates never read another book for the rest of their lives. And 42% of college graduates never read a book after college. What? 32% of the U.S. population has never been in a bookstore. How is that possible? Oh my God. That's unbelievable. Because it's uncomfortable. It's more comfortable to sit on a couch and not stretch your limits. 
It is more comfortable to settle for an average life. I know you don't want average lives, right? Average, right? Average is honestly, it should be a crime. And this is Grant Cardone, to be honest. But like he said something and it like smacked me between the eyes in, in, in his book, Be Obsessed or Be Average. But he said, he said, being average is the most disgusting lazy cop-out anybody can have. If you look at something and you look at the average of something, like what in it, what a disservice to the world if you're average. Because in order to get average, you're taking most people, which is, is most terribly lazy, won't stretch, won't do anything people, the worst of the worst, averaging them, them with what we call the top 1% everybody talks about, right? Right? So the one percenters, right? And you're averaging, you're taking everybody else. And you're finding the average. So the average between absolutely horrible, terrible, and 1%, that's the average? That's a nasty word that we should scrape off of our tongues. Nobody should ever want to be average. It's not okay to be average. You're not born to be average. God doesn't make junk, yet some people like to show up like he does. I don't understand that. Right? I don't mean to get all religious on you, but I don't get it. Average is a lazy, lazy, lazy cop-out. Right? It's, it's lacking the guts to take a step forward in your life. It's, it's truly a crime against yourself and nobody else. Because if, if you're leading and living an uncomfortable average life, the only person who can change anything is yourself. And that's where you have to stretch. I don't want anyone, because I cannot stand it, to settle for average. It doesn't make sense to me. Nobody admires average. Nobody says, oh, let's get on Leanne's champ Zoom. She's average. Let's go celebrate her and her, her, her mediocrity. No! Oh, my God! Like, I still remember. I think I'll always remember Leanne's champ Zoom because I had to do it with my eyes closed. I was getting my lashes done. <laughs> you had to break, like, in the middle of the day when I was doing appointments. It's fine. Like, we celebrate on those Zooms because we're celebrating excellence. We're not celebrating mediocrity. Luna's Pro, Pro Champ 8 Zoom went for three hours. That's longer than a movie. That's a long time. Three hours because nobody was celebrating mediocrity. They were celebrating excellence. They were celebrating somebody who had to stretch themselves so many times to propel themselves forward into their goals. Three hours, right? Be aware of the gap that stands between you and your potential and stretch to learn so that you can propel forward to grow. The next thing, and this is kind of a long average, but people settle for this status quo, right? <laughs> longer than the Titanic. It was longer than the Titanic. And we knew what the ending was just like the Titanic and we still stayed. <laughs> oh Lord, I love it. Okay. Settling, it makes you dissatisfied. I know you feel that. I know y'all. I feel you. I'm too empathic not to feel all y'all anyway. I'm too connected. I can't help it. I'm all emotional. I'm over here crying all morning long because Italy's making me mad. Not all Italians. Okay? Like, I'm I'm upset because they're upset. I mentioned something about being upset. And, and then Alberto's telling me he's crying all morning. I'm like, yeah, I know. You've affected me all morning. I can feel it from across the whole world. You're killing me. I'm dying over here. So, uh, yeah, like it's been like when I say people are going crazy in quarantine, I'm referring to Italians. Okay. Holy smokes. I think it's cause it started there, but oh geez, Luca, Luca, get your people together. Holy smokes. It's nuts. But settling for this status quo, you're going to be dissatisfied. I promise it. And you know it. It's like, if we get so 
You're not comfortable at champ. I know you're not, right? It's comfortable because you no longer are struggling, but I know it's not what you want. It's not, you don't need to hit seven, eight, nine, ten legend for me. It's because there's something inside of us that we know in our hearts is not satisfying. It's when we say, it's okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a back seat for a little bit. It's okay, I'm gonna do my own thing. It's okay, I'm just gonna take the, this is a, and there, sure there's like seasons of our lives for sure, but hit the levels of your life that you'll feel satisfied where you can step away from stuff, where you can give yourself that grace. And it's not to say don't take a day off because I tell you I'll take days off all the time. I'm just saying I see some people taking months off and then they wonder why they come back to their business and then they're even more upset, right? We just need to think logically about this. And so don't settle for that status quo and then wonder why our lives aren't going the way that we want them to right? We need to realize that we will only reach our potential if we have the courage to push ourselves outside of that comfort zone. That's how this works. That stretch, that stretch, that stretch. And stretching always starts from the inside out. Always. It goes back to character versus reputation. You have to stretch yourself from the inside. You have to make the decision in your character to decide you're going to take yourself to that next level because your circumstances, they might not be because of you and your life, but you have to be the person who decides to stretch yourself out of the situation. You have to be the person who puts your foot down and says no more, right? Um, it's just, you have to. And most people have these dreams. I know you all have dreams. And I'm, I'm not saying dreams of a rank. I'm saying you have dreams that you want to achieve because of this business. And you want to use this business as the vehicle for that. And my God, I'm obsessed. I love that. I always say, and you guys have heard me say it a million times before, but it's like, I just want everybody to, if they ever leave the team, that's fine. I want you to know, like, you're leaving, like, leave as a better person, right? Develop yourself here. Do more for yourself here. Change your life here so you can step forward into yourself and your own unique power. But with that dream, it's like for most people, it's almost just on the top of their, the tip of their tongue and they don't take the, the opportunity to step forward and achieve their dreams. Like what is stopping you, right? What is actually stopping you from doing it? What is making it so that, so that you don't take that step forward and you need to identify that because then you have to change. And that's the next step of this is, you, is stretching is always going to require change. It sucks. Like how many of you have I don't outgrown people, outgrown family members, outgrown friends, outgrown relationships, outgrown whatever. We all have. Every single one of us, right? That's the hardest part of change. Is when you look back on it, it's like you've grown so much and you're like, I did not mean to blow my friends away in the dust. Anyone been there and it's like the most emotional thing that ever happened to you? Yeah? I know. It sucks, right? It sucks. But who decided to stretch? Oh, I'm sorry, Leanne. Who decided to, we love you. I love you. I can speak for myself. Can't speak for everyone else. I love you. I don't know if anybody else does, but I do. Okay. Jenny says she does. She's right here. She wants to let you know she loves you. Stretching is always going to require change. And these are really tough changes a lot of time, especially as you start to really grow. Like when you, when you stretch really far and you make huge leaps of growth in your life, that is uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable for you. It is uncomfortable for other people, but it is worth the discomfort because monotony is the awful, awful reward of being careful. Y'all do not want boring lives. I know you too well, okay? You do not want boring lives. You do not want to sit on a porch in like a house you don't even like when you're 75 years old on a rocking chair and have no memories to talk about because you never got to travel, you never got the fancy car, you never got the fancy whatever it is you like, you never got to take your kids wherever, your kids didn't get to go to the school you wanted them to. No, that's what happens when you don't change. 
And too many of us hold on to those people, those relationships, those things that hold us in our place and we do not move forward. And some of you, this is like the hardest realization of your life. And I, don't, I can't tell you it necessarily ever gets easy, right? Especially with the big bucket of mush balls we have on this Zoom. No, I don't think so. I don't think it gets any easier. But that's just the reality of life is that monotony is the awful reward of the careful. And so I'm not saying make crazy, risky, you know, psychotic decisions. But I am telling you, give yourself the grace to grow. Give yourself permission to grow. Give yourself permission to innovate. Give yourself permission to have progress. Give yourself permission to take yourself to that next level, whether people want to come with you or not. Because there are plenty of people who want to come with you. There was, I don't remember what podcast it was on. I heard it years ago. Somebody said something like, I don't like when people say that it's lonely at the top. It's not lonely at the top. It's just a different group of people. Like there are plenty of people, whatever top is for you, waiting for you to step into your own power. But if you won't step into that and you won't make the courage to change, you're going to constantly be stuck in that. And there's a, there's a time and a place. I'm not telling you to break up with all your friends and your relationships and whatever else. But if somebody is refusing to grow and somebody's being more toxic and negative than helping you and achieving with you and pushing you and growing with you, be a leader enough to know when you need to stretch yourself and when you need to let go. Because it's never too late to be what you might've been. That's a George Eliot quote. That's not a Jesse Lee quote either. (laughs) All right, but it's never too late to be what you might have been. And the cool thing about stretching is that it sets you apart from everyone. Because like I said a couple minutes ago, it's like nobody wants to stretch. Nobody wants to take that, that next step. Nobody wants to get uncomfortable. I shouldn't say nobody. That's globalizing, okay? But especially, like I just said, it's driving me crazy. Americans in particular who are so, so comfortable with this mediocre life. I'm li- I am dealing, at- I'm an employer now. This is crazy. They're so happy with their unemployment. I don't understand it. I know you don't like it though. I know you don't like driving the car you didn't actually want. Sydney, here, I'll attack you. There you go. <laughs> she said attack. Oh, never mind. All right, let me throw one in for you. Okay, she got a car she didn't even like. She didn't want the stupid Jeep. She didn't. She got it. She settled. Right? How many of you haven't even gotten the car yet because it makes you uncomfortable to even think about? Yeah, I know. Hmm. Okay. How many of you are in the car you don't like? You got the Jeep that's that's trying to kill you, Shauna. Shauna and Matt, you've got the murderous Jeep. I swear. What the heck is wrong with that thing? Like, I I think about Bree. She got the Denali she didn't want. She went back and she's like, screw this. No. I am not only getting the new Denali, I am putting new shoes on this sucker and I'm up I'm upgrading my tires. Screw this. I'm done with this. Okay? Stretch yourself. Most people are not willing to stretch themselves. Uh, so, ah, hold on. My screen's doing crazy things. So, hold on a second. What, Jenny's doing what? All right, so don't forget. I Oh, Jenny, what? Someone said, I think it's Jenny. What's happening? I am very not close to that computer, okay? <laughs> <sighs> hold on. Oh, thank you. Okay. I was like, I didn't even see what once. You guys are on point. I just see like this going on. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. So, all right, moving right along. So, and I think that's because, I think a lot of this is because we have, um, we kind most of us grew up in a generation where literally everybody, everybody's getting trophies, you know, 
and I don't blame our generation for that. I actually blame our parents' generation. Like, it's not millennials' fault. It's, it's, it's those other people, okay? It's not our fault. You're the one who bought us all trophies. So, you know what? If you didn't want us... What did you say? What did Marsha say? I missed something. Oh, I like it, Marsha. Yes, I love it. Yeah, four millionth place, you get a trophy. And I think that caused mediocrity because people are not willing to stretch, right? People are very comfortable in, in that lifestyle. So... I think instead of that being your lifestyle, why don't we make stretching our lifestyle? Why don't we make getting uncomfortable our lifestyle? Why don't we make putting the schedule together that we hate our lifestyle? Why don't we, you know, why don't we really start living and allowing ourselves to be better tomorrow than we are today? And that's going to take a lot of stretching, right? The greatest enemy of tomorrow's success is today's success, right? We get so used to talking about our success we have right now, we stop working towards tomorrow's success. And there are so many more success stories sitting on this Zoom right now. We are only getting started. And I will tell you that that stretching and that ability to take yourself to that next level and get uncomfortable, that's when that real significance starts, right? That's when you can start changing people's lives. That's when you can step into that power. That is the gap, the difference between good and great. And every single one of you, if you want to close that gap, it's going to take you, it's going to take you willing to stretch. It's taking you from taking the mindset of, okay, I want to go to, um, I want to get to rank six one star and being like, no, I don't. I don't really want that. And claiming what you really want and then getting after it. So get after these things in your life. Decide what it is that you want and, and just think about what significant action you could take if you were sure that you would achieve your goals. What would you stretch in if you knew you could not fail? What would you do if the only option was to succeed? And with that, I want you just to dream big and set whatever those things are for your lifetime goals, for your, for your set your small goals, your big goals, your lifetime goals, but make sure you continue to dream because if you're not dreaming and you're not stretching, you're not contracting that rubber band and you're not allowing yourself to fly forward.